Yes, sir. Welcome back. And welcome back. To Man Over Music. A music over man. With your lovely host. And the uh, favorites, but talented, Maisha. And handsome, JK. but also wonderful. J.K. Reezy. <laughs> J.K. Reezy in the building, y'all. Happy 2023. Welcome back, you know, to the new year. You know, we're happy to bring it in with you all now. Um, you know, we had a, a festive new year. You know, we going into week two. This is week two, Marsha. How you feeling? Week two of 2023. Woo! It is great. I think we started off really good. We sure did, man. It was a great, uh, it's a great last week, you know, um, first week of January, especially Mm -hmm. coming in, bringing it in. You know, um, it was nice to bring in the new year on the weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, you never really get a chance to really think about it. Like, I think this is probably the first time ever I thought about how New Year's Eve was on a weekend. You you got a chance to relax and enjoy, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So, would you like to get into a recap of how how things have been going since, uh, you know, this new year has started? You want me to start the recap? Yeah, I mean... We can talk about what uh, what we did. What you know? Go ahead and open us up. Okay. All right, people. I think this is going to be. It's not going to be like a super like explicit or anything like that. But it's for a mature um, audience, right? Is that, should I say that? Yeah. TVMA. Yep. TVMA. But you know, whatever. So, where do I start? Um. Oh. I don't know if I want to start. All right, well, I'll start for you. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, you know, um, Friday was the 30th, right? I can, am I right or am I wrong? Th- You're right. Yeah, Friday was the 30th. So, you know, you prepping, you know, you getting your your plans together. Um, we decided to really finalize our plans the week of. You know, the I want to say that Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That Tuesday, and then I get a call Wednesday about, I'm not even going to mention it because we could have been out of state. But it's all good. We did what we were supposed supposed to do so you know that was that was a plus you know yeah i'll say like the um theme or the constant thing that kept happening during uh our new year's together was uh things may not have go at when it's planned but it went how it was supposed to be yeah for sure and that's how it was the the whole time so i told Jakar, I said, um, I wanted to get some Herald, uh, that day. Not the day, but that night and have it so we could eat on it. And, um, I had got my hair relocked. I know it's coming up, you know, it's okay, it's okay. It's there, it's there. It's locking. But, it is locking. (laughs) But, um, my hairdresser had told me about this particular a chicken spot that's up north. I'm not going to say the name because you're going to have to figure it out yourself until I try it. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to tell y'all about the name and how it was. However, sure. so uh, we decided to get that instead of the Heralds. And um, we made sure we called early or whatnot. 430. 4.30. They don't 4, close until 12. Yeah. May, they may have closed early um, that day, but we called so. like around 4.30. It was going to take an hour to get up there to get it. And they said they were no longer taking orders. So I was very disappointed. Um, they, they told me they weren't taking any more orders because... They said they may run out of chicken. I said, what place is going to run out of chicken? What place is going to run out of chicken like that? So it must be really good. So that was the first thing that had happened. 
So then we resorted back to our Harold's, which was good. It was good. Right. I'm happy we got some what, chicken tenders, tenders, and some wings. wings. And they they did a good job. They covered the covered chicken with, in the with um, the mouth sauce. Fries with that good old mouth sauce. So, right. you know, went back to original plan with that. So that that was like was that the first thing that happened? That was the that was really the first thing. That was that was really uh Saturday for real. Okay. Yeah. Um but see I wasn't even gonna go there. I was gonna go Friday. Um I was gonna go to you know, how we planned on bringing the new year. So I, it was either third anyway go. We tried Snoop Dogg's wine, y'all. Snoop, Sparkling wine. Yeah. Hey, it's that 19 crimes, Snoop, you doing your thing, kid. Mm-hmm. Keep, keep it up, big homie. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a vibe. We had some other wine, too. Mm-hmm. It was good, too. And then, you know, I had to, you know, we had to do it the right way. Bel Air, you know, Bel Air bottles. We did. You know, it was only right. Um, but see, I want to uh, I wanna go back before we even got to, We're to the weekend. We're going to backtrack a little bit. We're going to rewind it back. Shout out. I missed some stuff. Shout out to the homie in Chicago, Ridge. You know who you are for putting us on this nice breakfast spot in Oak Park. Uh, it's off of Madison. It's called, is it called the original Chicago? No, Chicago's home. Home of, of chicken, chicken and waffles. Waffle. Chicago's home of chicken and waffle. Man, talking about banging, G. We went there twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we went there twice and both on a Tuesday. So, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll say for me, uh, I will give it a solid B. A B. Not a B plus, but a B. Um, the waffle was amazing. The waffle was good by itself. Normally, I add, like, strawberries or whipped cream to, like, my pancakes or my waffles, too. But I just ate it with the butter and the syrup, and it was just fine. The chicken, the chicken is fried, okay? It's fried fine. But it's, you know, it could be better. You can't, not you can't, but... It could be anyway. better, but it's not, um, it's not horrible. I can't Man. eat it. I ate it two times. Gee, it's a B plus, y'all. Like B plus, low key, A minus. It's a vibe. It's B Y O. Oh yeah, it's, it's clean. A, it's a B Y O B champagne and wine only. But see, it's you know, it's it's real nice though. So you only want to be on some champagne and wine, you know. So it's a vibe. They got soul food in there too, so I don't even. Yes. Don't even I was skeptical. That's why, you know, I guess I'm kind of a hard grader, whatever. But I asked the waitress how the mac and cheese was, and she said it was good, but it's not better than hers. So I'm just like, I got to try it, because if this is not good, I mean, your mac and cheese is not good at all. You the know? mac and cheese was decent. I know. I'm, I was rocking no. with it. No, no, no. I'm uh-huh. not, I'm agreeing with you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because, uh-huh. you know, some people be talking about, like, oh, they mac and cheese is good, but it was, you know, I don't eat everybody mac and cheese, so mm-hmm. it was good for me to even eat it and uh, even desire some more that was good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the mac and cheese was good. Uh, sweet potatoes, or they call it yams, they were good. Um, the green beans was good. Man. You had um fish. Yeah, I had the catfish fillets, you know, on point. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. So, I mean, like, we went twice. I'll yeah, go back. Definitely. So, yeah, it's, the overall vibe was good. And... For people who want to hear like up to date music in the restaurant, it's a vibe, G. Go, you know, go there. It's you know, it's it's a vibe, and take you a, a wine, a champagne. You know, you gonna enjoy yourself. I don't know what time they close, but yeah, it's in Oak Park. It's uh off of Madison, so you know, definitely make sure you check that out because that was definitely a vibe. So shout out to the homie. You know, you know who you are. You put us on. You know, you definitely told us to go there, and uh, I see why you you continue to go back. So mm-hmm. it's a you know good good vibe. Yeah. Um, but then okay. Let's just skip to, you know, I was going to set the scene. You know, the weekend was 
Friday led us in. You know, we had a pre-celebration, you know, had bottles of wine, champagne turning up, just getting ready to bring in the new year. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, um, Saturday, we made it to our destination of uh, adult getaway, mm-hmm. you know. So, I, you know, I thought that was cool. Like you said, the theme of the weekend was, you know, it might not go the way you wanted it, but it was going as planned. Right, um, right. You know, we got to our room. It was a, a different little setup. Hey, we was actually able to check in earlier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the check-in wasn't supposed to be until 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Got there earlier, you know. Mm-hmm. Was able to relax. They had it set up. They had the Happy New Year uh, little hats. And then, like, the little, uh, I don't know, balloons. Uh, <laughs> and that was cool. But at least at least the room came with chocolate-covered strawberries and a complimentary bottle of champagne. So. Bel Air. Bel Air. <laughs> only right, you know. Yeah. They was reading my mind. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was that was uh Saturday, that was Saturday. Can you believe? Gee, we missed the ball. Well, anyway, <sighs> is it really that? Is that it really that deep to catch the ball drop at, no, at this age? It's not because I fall asleep anyway. I fall asleep for twelve on New Year's Eve anyway. Gee, you've been so, doing that ever since I knew you. Yeah, so it it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't for me. Hey, but at least you know this time is gonna continue to go. You know to go. It's not gonna stop until yeah. it does. Yeah, I feel like uh, in a sense our bodies was trifling. How we gonna wake up forty minutes into the new year? Look at each other, say Happy New Year, kiss each other, and then go back to sleep. <laughs> that was that was the most trifling thing we could have did, but it was enjoyable, man. Yeah. Um, but you want to go to day two? Um, sure. All right. Well, day two, we were supposed to, you know, we we had a change of rooms. Um, went to the second room that we was gonna go to, and uh, let's just say this: you know, never block your blessings, right? So we had a we had a, a blessing in disguise because the next room we was going to. So let me say this: okay, this is like the room, right? People will consider it. What is it? Ray Ray's boom boom room. <laughs> Ray's it boom boom room. <laughs> the boom boom room. However, you know, it has different things like qual- amenities or whatnot. Not that you want to use and relax and yeah. enjoy. It doesn't have to always be about sex. For sure. So we booked it. Um, we like the the third, like the in between room because it has a um, a shower and it has a tub that you can. It's a tub for two you can soak in. But they didn't have that one available, so we went with um, a cheaper room. Like, the, like it's the cheapest Yeah, it was the cheapest room, room the and cheapest it was room. the only available room, too. So it was the only, only one available, so we just like, ah, okay. And then what I thought to myself, I know I'm, like, going off of, uh, uh, going off of, you know, the story. But I thought to myself, a lot of women or men may like these experiences because they want to just buy the, the best or the most expensive thing. And you don't have to do that. But we, that was the first room we had. And then we stayed, we stayed two nights. So then the second day, I forgot to say. Uh, the second day. So that's when we went into room two that was originally supposed to be for us. It was supposed to be clean and everything. It was smoked out, Joe. Smoked out. Smoked I walked out. In, we walked in and I'm just like, you smell, do you smell smoke? And what's crazy is, um, typically the checkout time is 12. Yeah. And they told they told me that just stay in the room until they call us, let us know that our other room is, is open. And I didn't know how to call the office back because I wanted to ask him a question. 
So when I went back to the office, I said, okay, how do you call, you know, how do you call up here? They said, dial whatever number I had to dial. So when we walked into the second room, smelled instantly like smoke. And I look over in the chair. So like I start, I start putting stuff down because it was, you know, we carrying things. things. And it was like somebody lube was in the chair. Bootylicious, man. <laughs> I didn't touch it. Nothing Not like that. So Not at all. I called and they upgraded us. Well, the free They upgraded y'all. us to the um, the next the next best room. The so next best room, not the top, but the one that was next to it. Yeah, and that was nice. I didn't snap on the lady. I I didn't do all that because that's that's not gonna solve anything. Anything. And it just goes to show that things may not go as planned, but it went how it was supposed to go. Man. And in this room, now okay, in the room that we booked. It does have a jacuzzi tub. The first room doesn't. It just have a shower. It got a tantra t- a chair too, but you don't have to necessarily just use it for sexual positions. It is comfortable to sit in. Hey man, it's like it's the best chair to have if you uh if you want to just have self therapy in your house, man. <laughs> like literally, it's a nice chair to lay upside down in. Like my back felt so good in that chair. It do because it relieves pressure. That pillow relieves man. pressure. It's just like G R and R rest and relaxation. Rest and relaxation. Man. So then. The second room, well, the second room, we didn't, you know, anyway, we got upgraded. We're going to talk about the upgrade. Okay. The upgrade in this room, it had a big shower. It had like a a sauna shower. And that was so good. I think the tub is bigger than the other one. For sure. So now I'm just like, when we go back, whenever we do, it's going to be hard for me to downgrade to like a a different shower. Can't do it now. Because... The standard is a best set. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm happy that we got upgraded. For real. And it was enjoyable. Like, knowing what I know now, for real, like, after this being, like, the second time, for real, I, I'm still trying to understand why they got the waterfall uh, showers for the tub. Because all this is going to do is make a mess. Well, yeah, It's going to make a mess. Like, I mean, like, I guess it depends on what type of mess you try to make. Well, I ain't trying to make one where I'm going to end up dying because sprinkles of water then soaked up the flow. Yeah, it's a spout above the um It's a it's a nice little look. It, it rains down. It's a look. Yeah, I mean, it's all good. If that's what you, you know, if that's what you want to get into, to be my guest. Maybe you're supposed to do that when the water is some water in the tub, but still, I still feel like the way it come down, it uh, sprinkle out into the... But you know what? We didn't even let it run that long. You wasn't going to get me to uh, do that. <laughs> that was crazy. Like, nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. But that was, you know, that was, you know, that far as the... It was just a vibe, man. It yeah. was a vibe. And we set our intentions for, like, we wanted to work on our podcast. So, and that's what we did. That's why y'all got them clips, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, it wasn't a lot, but, no. It's it the was, effort. It was the effort. It's, it's the, effort a, the intentions we set. Yeah. Do it. And I feel like that was a great way for us to start off the new year, man. Yeah. We uh we actually you know putting our feet to the pavement you know coming in this new year making this podcast and bumping jumping um, <laughs> look don't judge me um yes yeah, so what else did we do I mean I want to say that was like that was the major portion of it we did watch some some TV shows let's get into this real quick we we watched some TV shows over the the past two weeks that we ain't been with y'all or a week that we mm-hmm, ain't been with y'all. Mm-hmm. <sighs> 
Let's go to the to, to the number one thing that I've been seeing over the holiday break uh, that people have been hyping up. The best man reunion, best man holiday. What is it? That's what you want to talk about? Man, I'm, I, I got to let the people know. If you ain't seen this yet, you ain't got to rush to see it. It ain't all that to you. This could have been one movie. It could have been 90 minutes. It ain't have to be eight episodes. Even though we into episode three, after seeing episode one and two, I'm, I'm over it. But see, you know, I wasn't paying attention to it. I wasn't ready to watch it yet. Yeah. I, my mind was preoccupied with other things. That's cool. I mean, that was cool, but that's it's even better to tell I was preoccupied with other things because they ain't even worth it. I think it's worth it, though. I think it's worth it. I'm not saying that um, everybody's opinions about it being so great was um, accurate, but that's, you know, their opinions from what I did hear and what I did see. But Man. I think you got to, sometimes you got to appreciate things for what it is. Yeah, it was most overrated show ever. That's what it was. Overrated. Ah, uh, you got to finish it. I just, I mean, I am going to finish it, but I, um, enough that I've seen and taken in, it's just, man, look. You know, I appreciate the different elements they put in it from what I did notice. Like, with that character being uh, the girl, um, the one who was after Terrence Howard. Oh, the one who slept with him the last time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, I like how they put the reality show twist on it. Because, you know, that's what people watch. Yeah, they modernized her character. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I mean, not to say that ain't that ain't even my issue. I just feel like everything else about it was so cheesy. But you want to know something, too? This is, I feel like it was kind of forced. Yeah, you didn't have to push it into a... They, I feel like they seen what Bel-Air was, and it was like, let's do this. And it didn't even have to be that, G, like... Does Regina Hall uh, company got anything to do with this? Look, Lord, if I know. I don't know. I wonder. I got to look it up. All right. Well, we're, we'll look into that. Um, let's talk about another show we, we talked about on the podcast that we uh, actually started watching uh, yesterday. Kaleidoscope. Oh, yeah. Kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope, <laughs> man. Look, man. Yeah, a few episodes back, few... we talked about it. Yeah. Hey, I know I was hard on it then, but hey, it's got me. It's got me. I just got to uh, really stick into it a little bit longer. But we started off with uh, Violet. We, yeah, we did. Yeah, we went into red. Yeah. Um, we got to go back to red, though, just to, you know, patch up some pieces that we wasn't really paying attention to. Mm-hmm. See where it's going to take us next, because it's pretty good, though. It is. Now, I thought we was going to, like, watch it and not know what was going on. But when it first comes on, it lets you know, like, 10 days before the heist. Right. Or 24, 10, hours. 24 hours before or whatever. So, you know... Uh, where you are in the storyline. So I feel like, of course, you can watch it. However, um, I still like the idea. I still feel like you can follow along. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Look, as hard as I was on it the last time, I'm backtracking, man. I think it's uh, pretty good, you know. Kaleidoscope, you know, um, once I finish it, I'll give you a full review, but I'll definitely tell you this. It's... A little bit better than the best man. Oh yeah, that's that's not a question. From what I've seen of the best man, it's just like, oh okay. Um, it's I don't know, I don't know what it is about. It. I feel like it was forced. Yeah, 
They could have just made it better, man. Like, they should have just... If you want to do everybody's story, we don't have to have closure with. And I, I feel like that's what they're trying to give us. Closure with everybody. And even with the movie, right? The first movie, you didn't have closure with everybody. You you knew that uh, Morris Chestnut and old girl from uh, the Players Club, they got married. And you knew that, um, bro, um, Tay Diggs was getting married to Sanaa Lathan because mm-hmm. he proposed. Like, we ain't have to have closure with everybody. That's true. It's like if you think about life, you're not always going to have closure. Closure, yeah. Because people get ghosted. People stop being your friends. You don't even know why. You may have an inkling. Who knows? But for the most part, you may not know why it's happening. You want to know, why did this person do that to you? Or why is that? But sometimes it's just, it is what it is. You got to move forward. Speaking of moving forward, let's talk about people that move backwards. All right, so we watched this other show while while we was gone. It's called Kendrick uh, on Hulu. Uh, Talk about trash, man. It's not trash. It's not, it's trash. not trash. It's, not, it's trash. not trash. But if you can go back into time, would you? Let's answer that question honestly. Let's go around the room. Let's start from right to left. No. Hell no. No. All right, so everybody said no. Um, but the show is practically about this girl who uh, goes back into time um, and visits her ancestry. Now, the first first episode or first few episodes, she's trying to figure out how it happens to her. Lo and behold, it gets to the point where you just be ultimately done with Shorty. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, why are you going back? And It's slavery time. Sla- so it's just like, as a black person, I feel, feel like... There's no time that you want to go back in our history. For real. Even like with Martin Luther King, people, you know, no. This was a show that makes slavery look cool. Like, it's crazy. I hope y'all watch it. Go watch it. Leave us comments. You know, (laughs) like, let's talk about this show because this is crazy. (laughs) Crazy. Then we had something. We had one more thing that we, uh, oh, Man, Bernie Madoff, man. Oh, yeah. Man. He made off with that money. For real. And I'll say this. Bernie Madoff, even though he was an ultimate scammer, he was a real one, G. That talk about not giving up on the team. He ain't right on nobody. He said he was... He didn't. He was the ultimate GOAT of this crime stuff. And I really I really respect him for that. You know, he could have he could have threw his team under the bus. But he said, nah, it was, it was all me. He could have threw his sons under the bus, everything. He kept it silent. He did. Shout he out did. to Bernie Madoff. Well, you know, R.I.P. to Bernie Madoff. Uh, not to say, you know, taking from people, taking money from people is right but you know i hate to say it it happens to people every day man you get scammed somebody you know you're gonna be the fool for something just you just hope you ain't the fool for millions of dollars you know what i'm saying like that dude was getting billions off of people he got billions 18 billion in cash billions in cash like that's that's wild, G. Wild. But he said he ain't going back to his old life. He not, promised. He promised, man. Like, all right, let me uh And the thing was, like, the government kept checking his stuff and he was giving them fake documents and they believed it. And they was folding. They was fold so really, like, at the end of the day, like, man, it was bogus they gave him hundred and twenty two years. I know why I did it, but it was bogus. 122 years. That man was 77 when y'all caught up with the scheme. And you know what? It's what it is, is the issue is the value that's placed on money. For real. For real. That's the issue. 
And well, I hate to say this, but you see all them people that was affected by it, they still figured out a way to survive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what most of them were saying. Like, well, we figured out how to survive. He, you know, he ran, he didn't run off with that money, but he was, he had that, he was playing with the money, but mm-hmm. man, shout out to Bernie Madoff. Uh, the Madoff documentary on Netflix, that was, that was a vibe, you know? It was. Very, very interesting. You know, if you want to learn about a form of Ponzi scheme, check that out and then also, you know, finish it to the end because you're going to see how he got 122 years, G. And it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's real crazy. Um, but, you know, I guess that was a great week recap, you know, from... Oh, uh, I'm not going to be as descriptive, but um, on Vlad, what's his name? Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert Arenas. And John Talley. Their interviews are awesome. I learned a lot. Oh, yeah, for sure. Very informative and... Very real, real. Uh, Gilbert Arenas was very um, transparent about his experience with um, getting into the NBA and uh, being depressed and overcoming it. He was just being really real. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I like Gilbert Arenas, man. He like one of my favorite. Uh Athletes turned podcasters, no lie. Mm. He's really good at what he does. Uh, he do a lot of capping. He do a lot of capping, but he do give some good stories. He give good insight. He do a capping? He be capping? <laughs> G. Why he be capping on? It's because he got a friendship with LeBron, G. He be capping and saying LeBron the greatest player ever. Like, he was he was bashing Giannis. Not bashing, but he was like low-key subliminally hating on Giannis, right? Mm-hmm. And then he did an episode with somebody that's from the Bucks organization that played for the Milwaukee Bucks. And then he started giving it up. Like, oh yeah, Giannis is, oh he's so great. And it's just like, gee, if you go to previous episodes before this, you'd be t- you could hear like how you say, oh he ain't all that. Mm-hmm. You cap, G. But it's all good. You cap for who you needed to cap for. You... <laughs> Change for your audience, but give it a ring. You still cool in my book, G. Asian Zero. Um, yeah, yeah, that was they. Those was two great episodes, uh, like interviews. You know, I feel like yeah, I um, was getting ready for work, or yeah, I call it work. Um, <laughs> getting ready, and I'm listening to it. I don't be knowing. I'm just like, who? What's his name? I didn't catch his name. Jakar sleep, and he wake up and he turns it off. I'm like, I'm listening to that, but it was good. It yeah. was it was a good listen. Yeah, Gilbert Arenas, man. Shout out to Gilbert Arenas. Shout out to John Sally. Um, Isaiah Thomas too. He had another great uh, interview as well uh, on the Pivot podcast too. So that was something that I checked out too while we was gone. It's really good. He gave a good backstory. Mm-hmm. You know, taught us about the narrative that people be pushing on them. And it made me have a newfound like appreciation for him. Mm-hmm. You know, so shout out to Isaiah Thomas D, uh, Chicago's own. Uh, but yeah, that was pretty good, man. I'm glad we we didn't got to all this soft stuff and we didn't got to you know what's been going on in our world. But let's get on to what's been going on in the real world. Well, not the yeah. Anyway, Gabrielle Union, man, she did recently did an interview and she was talking about how she felt that it was acceptable for her to cheat in her first marriage because she was the breadwinner and then double back. And scurried and said that they both were cheating. How do you feel about that? I feel like they... What's the point of getting married if you're not going to be real about the situation you're about to be in? Like they... She said, and I don't know if he... I don't think he spoke on anything, but... 
she said that they went into the marriage thinking that they'll still be able to date with the, I guess, mindset of still being able to date. And that's where they went wrong. And I feel like that's silly. If the male is the breadwinner, does is that okay for him to cheat on you? You know, it's, it's silly. Bruh, it, it had me confused on the part where it said we got married thinking that we can still be able to openly date. Yeah. How you gonna get engaged and not be able to openly date? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, And I think she said that she knew it was a mess before she got into it. But it's just like, well, you didn't have to continue. You didn't have to do that. Let's go back to my point where I was telling you before, some people just get married for the look. Yeah. And Everybody that get married ain't meant to be married. Right. So it's just like... To that particular person. Yeah. I don't want to speak on her current situation with D-Way, but man, gee... It's it's scary, man. I'd be terrified to be even in a relationship with somebody like that. Like her, her or scares me. I'm terrified. Gee. Like couldn't couldn't come five feet near. I could stand ten feet away. Mm. It's like yeah. If I become an actress, I would mind acting with her, and you know I feel like she's skilled, but I just don't know the type of person she is. I think. She might be a headstrong person, but she's guarded. She might, you know, express personal things, but she's a guarded person, too, and she likes to control. Oh, yeah, she definitely, she definitely likes to control. I don't, you know, that's just my opinion. I'm not saying that's fact. No, that's definitely a great assessment from the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, guarded, I don't, I don't know. But you, I can see where you're going with guarded because if we only know so much, but from the so much that we know, it seems like we know a lot. Yeah, but I, you know, I say I'm a guarded person. Like you have to be in my circle. You have to be close to me. So are you trying to tell me you're a Gabrielle Union? No, there's people that are guarded. I'm not a Gabrielle Union. Now. I'm a Maisha Thomas Robinson. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, but what do you think about that statement, though? Do you think people who are the breadwinner should be um, entitled to doing whatever they want in a relationship? No, no. Do you think people can be actively dating as they're married or engaged? I want to say that if those two people know what they're getting, you're not going to know what you're getting yourself into, but... Those two people have to mutually want to be dating other people. You can't be that. You can't say, "Yeah, we can do it to, you know, make the other person happy," because it's definitely not gonna work. Because you're not doing it for you. You need to do it for you. And is there a cutoff when you are mutually dating and engaged? How does that work? I feel like if I'm gonna marry somebody, I don't want you talking to nobody else. It's, it's, as simple as that is. You can't talk to nobody else if you're talking about getting ready to be with me. That's... Yeah, I'm I'm really trying to understand the dynamic, like, the logic behind it. Because it's it's confusing to me. Like, like you got on this engagement ring, and we both going out talking to other people. So now the person that you go out and talk to, they like, oh, uh, are you getting married? Or what? Like, you know, I like... I could just imagine if an engaged woman approached approached me like, "Oh yeah, no, we can date though, because I'm in an open engagement." Like I'd be like, "What? 
Like, girl, y'all got some, uh, y'all got some things y'all need to work on. I, you know, holla at me later. Yeah, but, you know, what is it, different strokes for different folks? I really, uh, you know, believe in allowing people to do what they're going to do as long as they do it with a sound mind and... That might sound about that, man. You sure? Yeah. It might work for some people. Because some people want to be married but don't want to live in the same household as their spouse. Yeah, I still think that's stupid too, though. But you may think it's stupid, but somebody else, it may work for two people. Like, gee, they think, enjoy their space. Now, that's cool and all, but, gee, like, you are not helping yourself any financial type of way by doing that. Because look at, look at it this way, right? We married. Let's say we got... Let's say we got two different houses, right? Mm-hmm. We stay in two different houses. Unless one house is going to be looked at as an investment opportunity, we ain't doing ourselves no service. Mm-hmm. What we got these two houses for, paying two mortgages, two electric bills, two everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just to say we got our space. That's why when you get a home, you usually create your own space. Like, you have a common space. And then y'all got y'all separate space. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's understandable. I think it's very, very... Uh, I'm going to just say not wise. I'm not going to use the word though. I'm going to just say it's not wise or not financially responsible to do something like that. Because guess what? If one of y'all fall on hard times, what y'all going to do? Right. Because y'all done both pour... Y'all pouring in y'all own individual funds into having y'all own space. Yes. I, I agree that agree with that, but I really do feel like it's some people that feel like they need their own space, own space. Go get you an office space thing. Go rent you some office space. That'd be your own space. Go get you an office of a virtual address with uh where you can go create you some office space and you go there when you feel like you need space. Cause G, you tweaking, G. You tweaking. Mm-hmm. Like I I ain't getting down with that. I've I feel like any person that really tell me that they need space from their spouse like that, where, oh, I got to have my own house. I'm just like, we can't be friends, G. We can't be friends. See, you got to let people go through what they going to go through. Well, we may not understand. It's, it's not for us to understand. I ain't trying to understand it. I didn't say I was trying to understand. I just said what I said. We can't be friends. That's not like. Why can't you be friends with somebody? Because I because, like. okay, if they spouse agrees with it then what's wrong with what's wrong with it everything i I just literally told it's literally how i look at when you get into this thing called a relationship not even marriage a relationship Mm -hmm. and you want to make this person your partner because everybody ain't meant to be married when you have a partnership that means you do it in tandem that's like that's like having a business partner and y'all got two different businesses. Hey, you my business partner and we focused on two different businesses. Like that don't make it make sense. Make it make sense. And then don't call me to try to help you move because y'all can't like, you know, not because y'all can't live together, but because y'all unwilling to live together. Like there's certain people out here that's like that though, and it works for them. And I'm gonna tell you to seek therapy. Seek therapy. You can listen to Men Over Music or Music Over Man to get all your therapeutic advice. I mean, advice. like we are not licensed therapists, but hey, 
you know, if we help we give you, you the conversation for the real, day, yeah, throughout certain situations and let it be what it's gonna be. That's correct. All right, like, so check this out. But do your research. Check this out. <laughs> I, w- I want us to have two different homes. You want no? We're not gonna have to. Well, we can have we can have two different homes, so we are gonna stay in one together. No, but I, I want us to have two different like two different residences. Um, we ain't them. We are not them. We are we. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, alright, so take me out the picture. Could you be with somebody that wanted to do that? No. Okay, so. I don't think I could. I meant like, no. I just don't think it makes efficient financial it sense. It may not, though. It, it it creates more expenses, but maybe that person may feel like they have a better peace of mind. Gee, just imagine. <laughs> if, just imagine calling your spouse like, are you at home today? You know, I'm about to pull up. <laughs> Then you walk into the, like, you can't say nothing about how the house look either, though, because it's like, you don't pay no bills up here. This might be your husband or your wife, but you can't talk about how it look because you don't pay no bills up here. You know what I'm saying? You, what you gonna, you know, you come, you come through, it might be clothes on the, on the couch or something. And what you gonna say? Like, oh, you ain't clean up today? It's just like, <laughs> no, you ain't, you know, who I gotta clean up for? You know what I'm saying? It's man, look, I feel like when you get into relationships and you moving in with somebody and you get married, get it together. Like conform not conform, but come up with a healthy com- uh, conform figured relationship for the both of y'all. But see the thing is it's just like, okay, who says that's the that's how marriage supposed to be? Me. You in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Somebody else in the other marriage may feel otherwise. Look. I want to talk to these people, man. Open, like, give me some wisdom. Give me some, tell me, tell me how this makes, now, look, don't, don't hit me up and be in my inbox like, yeah, I got the house under LLC and this, this, and this, like, that's not what I'm talking about, G, because that makes financial sense, like, uh, say that one, say, say that one, say that conversation for a different person, because I understand that, but for the people who like, yeah, I got, I got an apartment, and my wife, she got a house, and we just don't like living under the same roof, but we, we married, but we happily married, you know, I'm be like, bruh, what's, why? What you said, brown? No, I said, bruh. Bruh. Yeah, bro. Why? Like, why? Why? Like, why? I said, where you get brown from, Mister Brown? Mister Brown from, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Crazy. His wife was his daughter. Come on, man. <laughs> Shout out to Tyler Perry. Yeah. Only he could do that. Yep. Oh, on another. Well, in real life, <laughs> no, nah, for real. That sounds crazy, right there. Could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine us playing roles as a like father and daughter on the show? No, no. Oh my goodness, no. How do you get out of character? Like, how, at what point do you like realize that you just not that that person? Look, no more? hey, don't mess your money up. You no, but I'm saying, like, look, I'm you come home and just you know, like, who you think you talking to? I'm your daddy. Like, oh yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, I was still in character. Oh, you talking about after the fact? After the fact, yeah. Because they do such a good job. It seems like they do. (laughs) They probably do. do. Like, I feel like the actors, they need to, don't they need to, like, be brief and be away from people when they play crazy roles or just play, you know, or to get into a role, they got to be a certain way. Yeah, it's it's amazing how real actors can do that. Like, they put themselves into the role. Mm Mm-hmm. Because not like that. It, you're looking at lines on the paper. You're looking at words on the paper. So for you to even take them words and draw emotion and create yourself into that character, is they do a good job, man. There's a lot of great actors out there. Speaking of actors, 
I'm gonna give you eight a total of eight spots. You creating your own movie cast. This is your starring cast. Eight spots. You can do four male actors, four women actors. You can do all women actors if you want. You can do all male actors if you want. Mm-hmm. But give me your eight actors in your movie directed my, by you. My eight your, your actors. Eight. Okay, directed by me. Um, I'm going to go with Jacob Lattimore. Mm, okay. I'm going to, I'm, I'm in between Marcy Martin and Kiki Palmer, but I kind of want to do, put them both in it. Okay. Okay. So that's three. That's three. Um, who else would I want to see? I, and I know they were acting in the movie together. I want to go with Regina Hall. Okay. That's four. That's four. Um, I'm not going to go with Michael B. Jordan because he can't act me. Um, <laughs> Had to put that out there. He popped in my brain, and I'm like, girl, what's wrong with you? <laughs> it just went like, not actor, not actor. But anyway, Damn. he's an actor. But anyway, uh, who else? Who else will I choose? Um, hmm. Those four. Come back to me. Who's All right, there? so that's your top four. That's the top yeah. four right uh-huh. now. All right, so I'm going to go with mine, right? I'm going to start at the top and work my way down. I'm going to give you who... Well, I don't want to say that was my top four, but... No, they, they, they're your cast. That's your cast. Yeah. Okay. I'm just... I'm doing mine like a triangle, right? Okay, okay. We had a lot of talk and a lot of debate about this. Okay. But Angela Bassett is still my number one leading lady actress. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to go ahead. I'm going to spice it up on you just a little bit. I'm going to give you Malcolm Romney, a.k.a. MC Hammer. That's going to be my next male in the movie. Okay. Well, that's going to be my next actor. Okay. So you're going to give me, I'm going to take Angela Bassett, Malcolm Romney. I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Regina Hall. I'm going to be that typical person. I'll meet Taraji as well. Mm-hmm. I need both of them. Okay. Um, for my fifth spot, go ahead and throw me Gary Owen. Mm, mm, okay. Because we're going to need some comedic relief. Okay. He's going to give us some satire. Okay, okay. Number six, this is where it's going to get tough because the type of movie I'm trying to have, we're going to have some a- acting in it, but we're going to have some comedic relief. I think this person does pretty well with uh, having the jokes bounce off him. Even though he looked crazy in a lot of his movies. I'm going to go with the light-skinned brother with the eyes, Michael Ealy. Mm, okay, okay. Number seven. I want to put this this person in the role just to see if we can bring out their acting capabilities. Like, higher. Give me my boy DC Young Fly. Mm. Okay, okay. And last but not least, number eight, we're going to go with a woman. I feel like she's going to uh, be able to, to round it all out, you know, to make it a little bit more solid in foundation. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Give me Wanda from Holiday Heart. Oh, I think her name is Alfreda. Alfreda, if, that, if that's your name, I'm... I hate to call her Wanda from Holiday Heart, but she did such a great job in that movie and every movie I've seen her in. Look over here. That's what she did. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, she yeah. was like, Yeah. I'm over here. Don't mess with her. Right. <laughs> she did a great job. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's my eight. We're going to have some comedic relief. We're going to have some serious acting. You know, it's going to be a mixture of that. Okay. So I said Jacob Lattimore, Marseille, Kiki, Kiki, Regina Regina Hall. I'm going to say Leonardo DiCaprio because he's a great actor. Uh, 
who else am I going to do? I want to do, uh, not I want to do, but I'm going to choose. Um, I really got to think about this, though. I was thinking while you was talking, I you wanted got a, to. You got a good five, I wanted man. to steal, I wanted to steal Angela Bassett, but I'm just going to hold on before I, before I go with her. Okay. Um, who do I want to see improve or see more active? I'm going to go with Jason Weaver. Who? okay. I'm going to choose Jason Weaver. Oh. Um, else. Man, that's a... Jason and Leonardo? That's a good, uh... They gotta have some scenes together. Oh, we'll see. You gotta give... You gotta get them some scenes. We didn't see Jason and Jacob. Mm-hmm. We gotta... We, in your movie, you gotta get them a couple scenes. They got some dialogue. <laughs> and I need... I need two more. I need more. Um... Mm. Dang, I need two more. I can't even think. Okay, I am going to go. I'm going to steal one from you. I'm going to steal Angela Bassett. Okay. And I'm going to go with, uh, I don't know his his real name, but the bald head man from the hood. From the hood. Oh, my boy. Yeah, he is a great actor, too. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Alright, cool. That's, that's I was trying to think of an older uh, male besides Leonardo, and I was thinking trying to think of a younger male. Or, same thing. They, hey, look, that's a good movie for Leonardo. Because I, so? I wonder how he'll bounce off of all that. All that, uh, all that melanin. How he gonna bounce off that. I mean, I know he gonna do good, but you know what I'm saying? Like, how your movie gonna play out? Man, because or, who, man. Would he have a love interest? Who, if he do, who is his love interest? Like, where we going with it? Mm-hmm. I, you know, and then I'll probably, like, if I had, like, a knife, I'd throw Jamie Foxx in there. You know, Jamie. Ooh. You know, Jamie, he, he, he's ah, a goat. I don't, you know, I'm trying not to switch up my list, so. Yeah. It'll be my knife. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, since we're doing honorable mentions, let me get Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, G. Hathaway. Oh, man, G. Oh, my goodness. Anne Hathaway. Yeah, oh, Hathaway. man. I'm going to have to go with uh, Blake Lively for my 10th. Okay. Blake, Blake Lively. Oh, yeah. Blake I, Lively, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. All so right. that's, yeah. All right, well, I'm yeah. going to let I'm gonna let you have it. You know, we ain't going to keep going because we keep going <laughs> back and forth. Uh, we was only supposed to do eight, but that's good. Okay. Know? But, yeah, no. So that's that's a good list. I definitely, you know, I would love to see, like, how it plays out. Like, what type of role that you would give, like, Marseille. Like, is Kiki the big sister to, Mar- to Marseille? Like, mm-hmm. how would you play out these dynamics? It's, yeah. It's a good, uh, it's a good movie. Like, I already know in my movie, Regina and Taraji, off top, best friends. Off top, you know? Like, childhood friends. We That's where we gonna start it at. Mm. It might, the movie might be centered around the two of them. Mm. Angela Bassett could be either the auntie or the mama. And I think I would want to give her a different role. I want to give her more of a mentoring role. So, we'll give her something like that. Something a little bit more prestige, but she ain't the mama. You know what I'm saying? She might be the person that they go to for advice or who heals their relationship i think now crash was a great movie it was it did have its sad parts for sure but i think because i can't think of anything else that's the type of movie that i would have not that to be so sad but how all of them were connected Mm. that's how i do that okay with those characters I see that. I ain't figured out man yet, but I know we're going to have some comedy in that joint. Yeah. You know, uh, I think the fact that Gary, Malcolm, and uh, Michael all worked together before, I think that's going to make it even better, which Mm -hmm. is going to make that comedic timing hit exactly how I need it to hit. Okay. Uh, For the 
emotions. I know I can get the emotions out of uh, Taraji. I can get it out of Regina. Um, so of course, Angela Bassett gonna give us that. You know, solid cast on both sides, man. It's some it's some movie I'll probably pull up to. Mm. It's a movie I'll probably it's pull up to. It's a movie I definitely, I definitely would tune in to. Pull up, yeah, I pull up. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, well, you know, we ain't really we did get into some of the topics that we had, but what what's some of the topics that we got? But more topics. Some more topics. I think we kind of skated. We skated. What you want to skate back like, to? I want to skate back to the boom boom room. What okay. people would call it. Let's let's talk about it. Um. Okay. I want to ask you first because one of the things that I enjoyed the most was being in the tub, mm. and like we talk so much, we talk so much to, to each other. We always bouncing ideas, always, you know, saying whatever was on our mind, and you know, we allow each other into our world. And for it to not be sexual all the time. Like, we've been together for, what, almost uh, 13 years? Yeah. Almost 13 years and married for almost five. And we just have a good connection. So, it was just so relaxing. I enjoyed the tub time. Tub talk. Tub talk. <laughs> tub talk. Um, yeah, no, that was, man. Between that and the sauna shower, mm-hmm. it's, man, gee, I feel like. When you got somebody that you connect with or yeah. that you vibe with, y'all should have experiences like that, man. Because I'm telling you, you're like the communication level is just next level. You ain't even got to think about the sexual nature of just being able to relax with somebody mm-hmm. and just sit there and talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a good experience. You know what I'm saying? It just was not, it wasn't what people would really think it is. It was a real rest and relaxation trip, you know? Yeah. Um, but the, the tub was definitely cool. Like, I, you know what I enjoyed the most about the tub? What? Had a piece of, uh, the chocolate fell out. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep it real. I'm gonna keep it real and raw with y'all. Hey, that was crazy, though. That was crazy. And what was even crazier was, like, which I don't, like, I ain't tell you this, but I thought about it a little bit more. It's just like, why is this thing still, like, formed and hard? Like, I know it was in that cold freezer, like, for it to still be cold, but it's just like, man, it's in this hot water. I thought it, it ain't, melted. It, it ain't dissolve. Yeah, but it ain't dissolve all the way. Like you, like you yeah, uh, like I was fi- going Yeah, I, fi- <laughs> I was able to finish chewing the strawberry and everything. I'm just like, man. But, yeah, that was... <laughs> You didn't drop the whole strawberry. No, not the whole strawberry, but that that was a, a the decent piece load. The fell did melt. But I'm saying <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't like it should have been, <laughs> or what I thought it would have been. Mm-hmm. But it was cool, you know. It was cool. That was that was funny. That was funny to me, you know, at least. So but, I ain't throwing you under the bus. I feel like one of them, like most kind of not comedic, but you know, you'll have to be one of us, but. Jakar's favorite color is red. Obviously, he has on the red hat. And when we walked into the room, they had it set on red. Like, you can change the colors. It can rotate between different colors. You can just, or it can stand alone on one. And I'm like, oh, let me change this. Like, I want to change it to blue. You know, he didn't really care. Okay. Because, you know, but he don't care anyway. So, uh, as he was walking past, I was just, you know, fixing stuff, getting stuff putting stuff away, straightening up some things. And then I thought my eyes was playing games on me because the color switched real quick. And he tapped the color and he, he made the mood change to red and he didn't even know it. <laughs> he didn't even know it. I'm just like, what? 
yeah. Talk about uh, it might not be what you want, but it's gonna be how it's supposed to be. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's that's what it was. It was time to set the mood right. Right. He set the mood like what? But yeah, no, I was that was a vibe. That definitely was a vibe. Um, yeah, they could get some better channels though. Yeah. They can get some better channels. They can add a refrigerator. Not a refrigerator. They got a refrigerator. A microwave. Yeah, that's what they need. That's what they need. They need to make the... um, Because I guess they don't want it to be like a hotel... They wanted to be a yeah, boom, it, boom. But it was our extended room. stay. It don't even matter. It was a good extended stay. Yeah, it was a good extended stay. And the checkout time is 12. The checkout time is 12. So you can... Sleep to 10. Sleep to 10. You can use the... Um, you can... Anyway. It's a good time. It is. I would say if you are a late sleeper, it's perfect for you. And you still get enough time to go ahead and use... Maybe not the tub. Like, you wouldn't be able to soak in the tub like you would want to. But that shower, though, that shower, though, G. Like, I would say in my house that we we about to get, I might need a sauna shower, G. It, it was so refreshing. It, it was so refreshing just off the standpoint of being able to just get the steam first. Just steam, let, let your body steam out first. Then you shower. Like, it's a routine that you got to go through because it made it made you drier. Like, it was just, <laughs> man, gee, it's, a, it's just a, a routine that I put together for real that worked for me. It was. It was. It was very good. Man, I felt like uh, I got a, a good workout in. Good workout. <laughs> Feel your heart beating fast. You know what I'm saying? From the heat. You was working out. Working out in that, that sauna. Just sitting there, letting the heat come. Talking about some. Give me some. No, I'm just kidding. Give me some water. Give me. <laughs> give me some water. Turn on the coat. No, I ain't do all that. Yeah. No, I ain't do all that. I'm just I ain't do all that. Oh goodness. Well, but you don't want to pass out in that bug. No, nah, not at all. Especially don't if you do by too yourself. Much. I wouldn't. Um, don't go. Don't do it by yourself, man. Just keep somebody on speed down. <laughs> well, do it by yourself, but be safe. Keep somebody on speed down, y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't be. You know, don't be in there trying to make yourself pass out. Be efficient. Yes. It's not that serious. You will not be losing 10 pounds in one sitting. No. Not at all. Um, well, I, you know, I want to um, talk about this real quick, you know. Shout out to uh, Quavo from the Migos. He recently came out and did his tribute song to take off his nephew. So, I thought that was a pretty, it was a pretty cool thing to do. You know, that was nice to start the year off with. It's, it's been a little, you know, not like that. He did what I would say is some proper time, time in the grieve. And uh, properly give the fans and himself and his family what he probably wanted to deliver in music as far as his next thing that he was seen musically doing. Um, That was, you know, that was a pretty dope little record, I say, to start the the new year off with. I ain't heard too much new music yet. I ain't really fastened up my bootstraps and tried to put my ear to the ground and see what was going on just yet. Just because this is the beginning stages of the year, the music industry really don't open back up until the 1st of February. Mm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm. So that's, you know, like, you won't get, you won't hear really no real major releases, not no, like, DSPs until the end 
of the month, the beginning of February. So that's just how the, the cycle rolls out, you know, to give people enough time to be on vacation. Okay, I can understand that. I yeah. can understand that. But so shout out to Quavo, you know, you did your thing, bro. R.I.P. Takeoff, one of my favorite members of the Migos. So all right, right, yeah, R.I.P. Uh, Gangsta Boo, Gangsta Boo, Barbara Walters, and Barbara Walters, um, the brother from the brother from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm-hmm. You no. Know, uh, and what's her name? Judge Lynn. Judge Lynn, her husband, passed away too. Mm. R.I.P. to him as well. R.I.P. to uh, the, one of the founders of Dave and Buster's as well. Yeah. You know. mm. So, you know, it's, it, we only seven days, eight days, and we really a weekend, you and know, you know. what just came to my mind? What's up? 50 Cent line. What'd he say? What'd he say? He said, uh, got a lot of living to do before I die. And I, I ain't, ain't got, got time, time to, to waste. waste. Let's, Let's make, make it. it. Come on. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, no, nah, for real. So, rest in peace to those lovely souls, you know, uh, no matter what, they all did contribute something positive into the world, so it does, it just show you, and no matter what, somebody feel like you might have did negative, yeah, you brought some positive impact into the world, somebody gonna see the positive that you did. Yeah. Uh, Regardless of who you are, or what you did. No, nah, for, yeah, for real though, for mm-hmm. real. Some, like, everything ain't always 100% bad, G. So, yeah. You gotta, you gonna have to take the good with the bad, Nobody's perfect. Yeah. It's just about how you uh willing to work with it. That's what Miss said. Is she always gonna complain here? No, she said, uh nobody's perfect. Oh nobody's yeah. Nobody's perfect. Hey. I forgot all about that song with her and yeah. J. Cole. Because you're perfect for me. Nobody's perfect. Hey, hey, hey. 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 All right, yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, look, low key, I forgot all about that song, man. Dang. <laughs> okay, let me let me ask you this. Would you have Missy score your uh, move? I think so. Uh, I, would I think so. she'd be able to um, get elements that I didn't even wouldn't even consider for, for sure. different things. For sure. The scoring a movie is hard. Now I won't say it's hard work. It is, but it, it's it's you, just like you directing. Have to, you, yeah, like you have to be on point. You have to be on point. Like if um something serious about to happen, you're not about to agree to play. Um, don't worry, be happy. Unless you're trying to like lighten the mood, for lighten real. the mood, or like chop and screw it on some scary stuff. Like but anyway, it depends on how you play with it. I can see that. Oh, no. That's a good suspense. I know it's, it depends. Like you know what I'm saying. It's how the scene is shot, how it's, you yeah, know, how it's everything, looking. You know. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Come through visualization. Come through. <laughs> you welcome, baby. Uh, what else we got? We we got some stuff. Now we do, but don't forget you got to answer your questions. Oh yeah. All right. so, well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you go to the questions. I'm gonna have you go to the questions. <sighs> But are you ready for confession time? Confession? These are my confessions. Oh, well, I gotta confess. I'm trying to debate if this is the right time. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. To go ahead and let the people know about that one particular time I got uh, catfished. <laughs> you want to you wanna talk about that? You want to dive deep into your catfish moment? Yeah. I'm, you know what? I'm going to uh, go ahead and talk about this while you get them questions up. Oh, my goodness. Man. All right. So, let me just take y'all back, man. This this might be 2004, 2000. It's like 2003, 2004. Somewhere around there. I wasn't quite just exact like in eighth grade yet. Um, for those who know, no. If y'all remember the website tag, you know it was fun. Hear it. 
It was for, you know, kids that was like 18, 14 to 18. Let's just say that. Pre, like, your teen, you a teen. Um, and so I get on that. Um, you know, I'm thinking I'm Mr. Mac Daddy, whatever, talking to different shorts, whatever. And here comes this girl. You know, from the picture, you, you see the picture, you the profile picture, you like, oh, okay, she's snapping. You look at all the pictures, like, oh, she's snapping. So I go ahead, send some messages. Like, you know, we. I think I got a little G. I'm spitting a G. We talking whatever and then next thing you know this is before facetime y'all this is but it was the beginning of where you can like video chat video chat shorty and chill look nothing like them pictures bro <laughs> acne all the way out um um his so just off of automatic sight i instantly hang up on shorty and was like oh you ugly like but she ain't looking nothing like them pictures y'all so i don't want y'all to think that i'm just like that shallow, but at that particular time, I was. I ain't gonna lie, acne. I didn't care how how good the conversation was. It's just it was about looks, and at that point, it's just like, gee, I look like my pictures. You don't look nothing like yours. That was me. That's and, my profession. Uh, <laughs> I'm just shut up, fool. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that was, man. So, shout out to Shorty, whoever you are, you know, wherever you at in, in this lifetime. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say you was ugly. You just wasn't for me at that particular time, you know. Beautiful to somebody. It just wasn't to me. Um, I know that still came off harsh, but I'm sorry. Again, I apologize. You know? But you ain't know how you hurt my feelings by deceiving me. I thought, gee, I was so hurt about that, uh, like that moment. I had blocked her. I like, I told her, I just was like, man, you laughed. Like, you ain't this person in this picture. Now, don't get me wrong. It could have, like, she wasn't that far off. It wasn't like she went from dark skin to light skin. It was the same color complexion. It was just like the acne, G. Like, before we even did that, she needed to put some foundation or something on. No, she did not. You know what? What I like about that situation and what she did is she showed you who you who you were. I mean, who she was. I'm sorry. She showed you. Yeah, she showed you who you was, too. But she showed you who she was. She didn't cover it up. And when you do that, you don't waste time with people that don't want to be with you. So it's just like... Well, don't go on here posting all these pictures to allure and entice somebody. But though. somebody may have accepted for her for who she was when she showed who she really was. So I respect that she did that because that takes courage. No, for sure. And being for, rejected takes a lot of courage. For sure, for sure. And doing the rejection takes a lot of courage too. I wouldn't say... Well, you yes, know what? It does. It does because it some does. people be doing stuff just because they don't want to hurt your feelings. And sometimes your feelings may need to be hurt. Not intentionally, but your feelings may be hurt. So yeah. it's just like... Mine was too. Your feelings was not hurt. My feelings was hurt. No, yo, something else was hurt. But <clears throat> my feelings, your feelings was not hurt. Her was. feelings was more hurt than yours. No, nah, they was about equal. No, I think you I don't could. even know it. I do. You know it. I, that's why I'm telling the story now. Mm-hmm. My feelings was hurt. Okay, don't don't deceive me like that. It's probably the reason why I can't see now. I can. Say, I ain't putting that on her. I'm just I'm talking smack. I now. can say I wouldn't say I've been catfished, but I thought somebody they was driving the car and I was talking to them and when I got out the car they were short. <laughs> That's the only thing. But you know, it is what it is. Hey, so did you still give them your number? Yeah, I think they already had it. They got it before they got out the car. Mm-mm-mm. I forgot I forgot how it went, but I didn't know they were short. It was too late. Did you regret it? No. 
stop. It's life, you know. You is polite. It's life. No, I'm serious. I'm dead. Serious. All right, so what's what's too short for you? Yeah, give me a height right now. Um, I got to give you a height right give now? Give me a height right now. What's too short for me? Mm, dang, my height. Oh, so Maybe you, my height. Maybe my height. Oh, so you don't want nobody that can look you right in the ass. Yeah. But, you know... I wouldn't say, I mean, like, I'm with the person I'm supposed to be with, so, you know, it worked out perfectly fine. Mm. But I don't think that I wouldn't talk to somebody because they're shorter than me. It depends. It really depends on, you know, it's more than your height. You could be handsome. You could be suave. You could be funny. You can have other things. She capping, y'all. I'm not capping. I'm not capping. Because that's how people miss, you know, I almost say opportunity, but miss this um, real love, a true love. That's an opportunity. Not well, not only want to say true love, real love. Because that person can show you how you're supposed to be loved, even if it's for the moment. That's real. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Well, she showed me what I needed in my life. It was real women. <laughs> she was a real woman. She was. She was. I'm not saying so no, that she... I meant real girl, whoever she was. I'm not saying that. I just needed somebody that was local. I think she was from like New York or something. Too. Mm-hmm. something. It was something fine. Something fine. But shout out to shout out to who you are, you know, mm-hmm. you know. Um, if you ever want to do a meet and greet, let me know. I'm I'm a reformed human being, you know. So we could <laughs> we could do that. We can we can set up the meet and greet on Zoom. And no meet and greets. And no meet and greets right now. No, look, we, we right now. Look, if you know, well, we got something real special coming up. Let me we just do. say that we, we got do. something real special. Y'all just Super wait on special. it. Y'all wait on it. It's it's in the in the works. Hey, so earlier this week, uh, I posted uh, something to my story about... Well, I posted a question. I said, if you can ask uh, a blind person or a visually impaired person um, something about their experience, what would you want to know? And I got a couple questions. Mm-hmm. One of the questions is on your, your page. All right, well, that's cool. Go ahead, give me. I don't know. Um, it's in your, like, your uh, groups. But somebody asked you um, something about being blind from... Was it uh, always uh, being blind? Born, yeah. Being born blind. Yeah, but you weren't born blind. Yeah, so, <clears throat> unfortunately, I wasn't born blind. Well, fortunately. Well, yeah, fortunately. Yes, yes, yes. So, fortunately, I wasn't born blind, so I can't speak from that perspective because... It is something that you do have to visualize. Like, you can put your spin or your own imagination on whatever you want um, as a visually impaired person, but I do think it's beauty into, like, transitioning and losing your sight because you know what the world looked like first. Um, so, But I will say this. It's like the creativity of a, a visually impaired person is next level, G. Only because... You can't see what they are imagining or designing or creating in their head. Like, um, I can place myself into a fantasy land that you aren't realistically living in. But I'm experiencing the real world as you. I'm just portraying it in a different scenery or imagery than you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that, like, that's the one of the funnest things about being visually impaired um, and what's cool about it. Uh, but yeah, what was the other question? Okay, so question is, it's like multiple ones. It says, when did you finally accept it? Uh, is it a little bit easier because you had eyesight growing up until recent? Uh, so when did you finally accept it? Okay, so I would say this. 
I don't, I want to be real. I am going to be real. I don't think it's a time where you really 100% truly accept it. But I do think it's a time where you deal with it and move forward. Um, And the reason why I say that you never 100% truly accept it, well, for me, per se, is because I do know there's studies going on um, and different, like, different scientific things that's going on to help restore vision, right? Which would also put me in the position of not accepting that this is my life. Um, But also, too, it puts me into the position of being hopeful which will create you not to have that doubt or that fear or that stress, that level of stress. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the beauty in that portion of it. Um, But it's something new every day. I tell you that like on a gloomy day, you can think it's sunshine, Mm -hmm. even though you might feel, you might feel that it's like gloomy outside, Mm -hmm. but I can make my day feel like it's a sunny day. Um, what was the other parts of that question though? Because it was so deep, I, I just stuck on one part. It says, "When did you finally accept it? Is it a little bit easier because you had eyesight growing up until recent?" Oh, um, is it easier? No, I think actually it makes it harder for somebody like me because you are adjusting and adapting to not being able to see. Um, but it's. It has its perks of making it easier because, like I was saying before in the last question, visually, I know that the sky is blue. I know the the leaves on the trees in the spring and the summer is green. (laughs) I know that snow is white unless it's dirty though. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. So the visual representation I already have is already there, which puts me in a different level of like playing mm-hmm. you know which is which is cool that i think that's i think that's amazing um but to piggyback off the last question to um people who aren't visually impaired i think it might i think it might be uh well who are born visually impaired i i do just think it's just like the same playing field the whole time i think it makes it harder for somebody like myself who has done over 20 20 plus years seeing and then to be dropped into this point mm-hmm. uh, but it's an experience and i would just say every day you just Take it one step at a time, one day at a time. And never get too high, never too low about the things that you might uh, experience, you know. I, I do also will say this is for somebody who has gone through what I've gone through, it's okay to take time for yourself, you know, where you want to mentally be to yourself, you know. Um, it's so quick to, you know, feel like you need to rely on people or different things, but it's okay to count on yourself or just use yourself as support um you know that's my advice you know for that particular thing we got we got one more question uh um i kind of think you answered it kind of but it says um i know it was tough mentally how did you get through it or what are ways to stay positive about it um see my mentality is different than most um i have a strong i have strong willpower and I'm just willing to fight through all adversity. So I never looked at it like it was the end. Uh, for, for me to say this to people who are currently going through this is to know that this is not going to change who you are. It's going to change the perspective of what you look like, but it doesn't change who you are. It literally, it, the only thing it can really do for you is make you stronger because guess what? You got to use other senses stronger than people who didn't even know that they 
and use it. Like I challenge myself maybe three times out of the week, two to three times out of the week to listen to multiple things at once so I can focus on maneuvering around a lot of noise, a lot of chaos, you know, to get my focus that, you know, um, I think it, it has increased my hearing, you know, and what I mean by that is... If we was in a large room or we was in a crowded space and a lot of people are talking, I can dissect the conversation. And if you are talking to me, it makes it easier for me to tune out the noise around me to focus on what's going on in my face. Mm. Um, So those are the things I would just say for somebody who is going through this. Um, to find find the beauty in you, find the beauty in you. You know what? At the end of the day, what made you you? Because people are gonna look at this particular portion mm-hmm. or this time frame in your life as a change in space. Um, but you still have to create some normalcy around you, and that's the thing that'll keep you whole and keep you focused. You create normalcy um, because one big normalcy has changed. Yeah. But everything else hasn't. The day still goes on. You know, it's still 24 hours in a full day. You only utilize at least about 10 of them for real. Yeah, I, I think um, like when I come home or whatever and the TV be on, the TV be on like the volume, say is at nine or something. I'm like, I, I can't hear it. I got to turn it up. But he listening to the TV at like nine or maybe 10, maybe 10. Okay. I, at least turn it up to like 14, 15, 16 for me. But no, like his hearing is very good. But one thing I don't like is when we go out... No, I'm just kidding. No, it's funny. When we go out in public, um, like the cashiers or whomever is like taking care of us behind... Who's behind the counter or whatever. They be asking him like... Are you okay? You know, do we uh do we gotta get her? And I'm just like, is he okay? Y'all, y'all the real ones. Is he okay? Ask me if I'm okay. The question is, am I okay? But it's just so funny. Nah, they understand. (laughs) Shout out to y'all because y'all real. All like four five of y'all that did that. Y'all, yeah, they're like, you don't want me to get her, do you? Like, I don't even be doing nothing, but I. Yeah, y'all know. (laughs) Y'all know what it is. You know, I ain't got to say nothing, but shout out to y'all. I know exactly where to go if I need somebody to throw them mm-hmm. hands with me. Yeah. So, shout out to the ones that love me. I am okay. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah, no. <nah, laughs> but, no, for real, though. For real. Like, that is real. Somebody, you know, people should ask you more if you okay. Because as crazy as it might sound, hey, who is to say that I ain't doing something to you? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you know. Who is to say? It's the perception. So let's keep the perception going, y'all. You know, y'all doing y'all thing. Every time you see me, ask me how I'm doing. You know, I might be hurt. I might be. I might. I might need some coddling and consult, uh, consultation or consoling. Oh my goodness! You know, you never know. Um, what else? What else we got on there? Mm, let's see. It's been like uh, almost an hour and thirty minutes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, Ninety minutes. I think that's been pretty pretty good. You got any closing remarks though? Um, let's see. Is there anything else you wanted to um like a different topic you wanted to touch on? Hey, I low key forgot what we had. Do you want to go serious or do you uh No, let's go a little serious. Let's get a, a little, little serious. Just a little serious. You want to talk about like relationships or you want to talk about like uh the toddler, mental health, medicine? Uh let's let's go ahead. Let's let's tie in the toddler, mental health. And medicine all in the one. Okay. 
So, the thing is, um, in Portland, there was this 32-year-old woman, homeless woman, that had pushed this toddler onto the tracks. <sighs> you know... It wasn't her toddler too. I know, like, uh, um, you know, you kind of left a little bit out, but it was a it was a lady on the on the train platform with her children, and uh, the thirty two year old woman, homeless woman, um, when the mother was had her head turned for a split second, pushed the three year old toddler off the platform onto the tracks, and uh, thank God, you know, they were able to rescue that child before anything happened. Um, the thirty two year old had been arrested, um, and is trying to well did request that she still be held into um what was it prison just, just like held to where yeah. she was yeah and my thing with that is just like she did that well i think she is mentally ill but she wanted to go to jail she wanted a place to stay some food to eat you know that's what she wanted that's and so, that was so the sure best what she did yeah i i really do think it's crazy uh not crazy <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all don't cancel me for that. But um, I do think it's very interesting um, that that happened. And most times people would be quick to blame the parent like, oh, how did you let that happen? But if you push in a stroller and you got a, another child, that is really hard to keep your attention focused on everything that's going on, especially, especially what's going on in this world. Um, like uh, I was saying when I heard this story, it made me think a little deeper into the maybe the mental um, emotional balance that the 32 year old homeless woman was going through because she might have lost a three year old, you know, and she, you know, you just don't know. Sometimes people just in order to cope or in order to for them to deal with things that they they go through, they traumatize other people. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that it's right. I know it's going to sound off-putting to hear that, but it's real. And um, But I do agree with you that they wanted probably a roof over their head. And for you to be 32 years old and to be a woman and for you to be living and sleeping on this platform, it's no telling what type of mental or emotional what trauma. Yeah, we, don't know, we don't know what happened Trauma, yeah. So, you know, it's... Sometimes you got to handle these things with a little bit more sense of care. I am I will say that this person does need to be evaluated um and sought out for the right type of help that they need. Will a little prison time help with that? I don't think I so. I don't know. I don't I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't think so. But let me ask you this. Do you think that that person should be put right back out on the street? I don't know because it's impossible to keep eyes on everybody in this world. That's real. It's just like in the olden days, she probably would have been. What's the uh, thing that cut your head off? Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. That's what they guillotine. Did. Yeah, guillotine. She probably would have got the guillotine, and it's like it's just like she probably just need mental health uh, help. And what's crazy about it is just like there was this other article where a dose of one medication was two point five million dollars. And it's to help to stop somebody from bleeding. Just to explain it in like the best terms I can. And it's just like the world is so screwed up. It's just like how can you really put that amount of money, make that medicine that expensive? And you know the insurance ain't going to cover it. Yeah. So, well, some no, some insurance will. But it's just like you still why should it cost that much if it's people that's out here that need this? That's mm-hmm. going to save their lives. The value of money 
it's it's way over the the life of a human. Man, for real. It's yeah. just like so many good things that can be done, but people are so greedy. Hey, everybody gotta have that dollar. Yeah, and it's just like the dollar is made. You know, made that. I mean, like it's man yeah. made. It's man made. Where if we. That dollar only holds the value that we allow it to have. Yeah. It's paper at the mm-hmm. end of the day. It's mm-hmm. the same thing when you were in school that you was balling up and just tossing in the trash. Yeah, it's paper. It's, it's the same thing. Well, it's not the same thing. It's broken down, but it's made out of trees. We need more trees than we need paper. Paper, for real. So, it's just like we need trees to breathe. Paper don't paper don't help us breathe. At all. Anyway, well, it help you breathe in a different way. <laughs> but for how long? But how long? You know, once that money you run out then you're you about to stress or once that money run out then you feel like you can't breathe no anyway <sighs> that probably uh sounded crazy no I, that was real that was real i agree with you on that though like uh can't just can't let money dictate every single thing in this world i think that's why it's so so corrupt and so sick the it's now yeah we let we let the value of money take over what is supposed to be human hum, humanly instinctual for us Mm-hmm. We will hopefully one day we'll see the light. Hopefully, okay. Well, I think uh, does that concludes this this episode? Yeah, I'll, I you know you have any like final. I sayings? do. I will. I do have some final remarks. Um, 2023, continue to be good. You know, continue to work out your blessings and work out your plans because um, it's being good and you know doing this thing for us. Um, I can't wait for us to finalize and wrap up one major announcement that we really want to give y'all. Yeah. Um, so that's coming soon. It's coming soon. Something big. Uh, yeah, something real big. Big to us. You know, big to us, big to y'all. So we, you know, once once the major thing gets wrapped up and finalized, we're going to be able to uh, give y'all more info on that and uh, where y'all can <clears throat> support. And uh, that's going to be a great deal. But I hope y'all 2023 has been lovely and successful to y'all and starting off on the right track. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess this has been another episode with your favorite and lovely host. Maisha. And Jakar, giving you another weekend. <laughs> Of the hot and not topics. Yes. This has been Man Over Music. Or Music Over Man. Yeah. And we-